Thanks, TJ. Heavenly toast. I heard it. I had one vote, Muriel. I had one vote. Luke will never be the same to me again. All right. Hi, everyone. So my dad came into town today, and so I need to use every excuse to make fun of my dad. So I need to tell you a little bit about my dad, who grew up on Long Island, um, the youngest of four. Um, so he had one older brother, two older sisters, and according to him, his older siblings loved nothing more than to get him in trouble, which was really difficult because he was such an angel, angelic child. Um, but they had some schemes up their sleeves. Um, and so um, the, their favorite one, his sister's favorite one, was this. So two boys, two girls, they, um, girls had one bedroom, boys had another upstairs. And so what she loved to do is at night, when they've all gone to bed and my dad is just lying peacefully and angelically in his bed going to sleep like he's supposed to, from across the hall in her room, his sister would yell, Matt, Matt, get out of my room! which would prompt their mother downstairs in the kitchen to be like, Matt, Matt, get out of there. Go back to bed. And be quiet for a couple minutes. And then she'd yell, Matt, 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 get out of my room. Why are you in my room? So their mom would bang her spoon on the wall and be like, hey, don't make me come up there. Mom, he's doing it again, Matt, get out of my room. And eventually she would come storming up there and like restore order and soothe indignities and make them all read a book or something until they go back to bed. It is amazing what kids will do to try and get our attention, right? It's even more amazing what God will do to get our attention. So the next time that someone's shenanigans are getting you in trouble, or the next time that you're going to bed and you can't sleep because um, you're angry or you're scared or you're sad or you just want someone to come and pay a little attention to you, someone to hear you cry out. The next time our world is a mess and we keep making a mess of things again, just picture God storming down there in the bathrobe and the hair curls, curlers and telling us to please keep it to a dull roar and please try and get along. Give us a little attention. Give us a little skin time. Um, maybe just tuck us back into bed. Uh, maybe tell us our favorite bedtime story, uh, which goes like this. Once upon a time in the beginning, way back before the world began, there was darkness. And the darkness covered the face of the deep. And then suddenly, into the dark and the deep and the nothingness blew in something. And the something was darker than the darkness, deeper than the deep, profoundly good, and utterly beyond our ability to control or explain or even describe. And so we called the something God. And God's breath moved over the waters, and God's voice spoke into the darkness, and there was light. And then God spoke us and shaped us and our world into being shaped us like a potter shaping their clay. And God delighted in the making of us like a kid down in the mud making mud pies. And God knew us and loved us like an artist knows and loves the work of their own hands. And God looked at us and saw that we were very, very good. God also saw that we doubted our goodness 
and that we are pretty insecure and just generally kind of dorky. And God loved us not in spite of our dorkiness and insecurities and mishaps, but because of them. And so thus began the greatest love story ever told. Um, God set us forth to enjoy the world that God had made for us and then watched as we bumbled along, um, usually trying our best, though not always, sometimes getting things right, or they're most often making kind of a mess of things. God would place us somewhere with great purpose, but found that we had a tendency to wander off if no one kept an eye on us. Um, God would create something wonderful for us, um, but then saw that we uh, would get distracted immediately by something shiny around the corner. So God kept coming back again and again with new gifts. God was like this mad scientist creating wilder and wilder concoctions, determined to wow us with the wonder of this world, with gift after gift after gift. And over and over, God watched as we misused the gifts or misplaced the gifts or just missed the gifts altogether. God saw our great penchant for harm, how casually and sometimes even cruelly we would create, treat the word, world that God had created for us and the people that God had created for us. God saw our incredible capacity for destruction and our even greater capacity for self-destruction. God watched as we tried desperately to make sense of the pain and the grief that are part of this life. Our hearts broke and God's heart broke to see it. We cried and God cried with us. We cried out and God tried to answer us, but we couldn't seem to hear it. And so God watched with growing frustration as we looked for God in all of these obscure and out-of-the-way places. We looked for God way up high in the sky. We looked for God in dusty, dense philosophical treaties. We looked for God in radical reform efforts or in obsessive attempts to follow the rules and fix one another. In other words, as we looked for God everywhere except in each other. And meanwhile, God was there looking at us out of the eyes of every person that we came across saying, here, I'm here, I'm right here with you. Until finally, God decided enough was enough. God could not stand it anymore. God could not stay away one second longer. So one dark night, God's loving desire to be made known overflowed the heavens and was made manifest within the rapidly dividing cells in the womb of a peasant girl named Mary. And then, that very first Christmas night, God slipped into human skin in the person of Jesus Christ and moved right into our neighborhood to be with us. Friends, that is what Christmas means to me. Christmas is what shows us who God is and how God feels about you, about us. It's about a love so big it couldn't stay away. It's about how the light is always there. It's about how the biggest blessings come wrapped in darkness, divinity comes wrapped in the wrinkly skin of a newborn baby because God was and is willing to do what 
whatever it takes to get our attention. Amen.